The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my, the presence of the Lord is Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. lungs and fill your nostrils with breath. God created man and he breathed into man and man became a living soul. Sometimes they say open your mouth and pray. Whenever you open your mouth and you are praying you are filling your belly with the word of God. You are filling your belly with prayer. If any man believes in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of water. You are feeling yourself. When you open your mouth and pray, you are feeling yourself. When you open up your mouth and sing, you are filling up yourself. And sometimes a minister is ministering in the spirit and he just says, take it in. Take it in. Take it in. And you say, ah, what am I taking in? You are swelling out. You are being filled entirely. Sometimes they say, shout! Whenever you shout, by the time the shout ends, you take in something else. You are filled. Sometimes the man of God says, say after me. Say, I will say after him, after him. What do I gain by saying after him? Anytime you say after him, you are filling yourself with a new word. So when he says, say after me, I am a child of God. By the time you say, I'm a child of God, I'm a child of God, I'm a child of God, you have been filled with the saying that you are a child of God. God, maybe before you came to the meeting, the devil just told you you are a child of the devil. Oh, where do we get gemizu? Where do we get swelling? I talked about smiting. I talked about shaking. Now let me talk about swelling. John chapter 2. Jesus Christ is invited to a party. The Bible said, and there were set there water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two to three fekins apiece. Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim. And that word filled is the word gemizu, which means to swell out or to fill entirely. And he said unto them, draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. And the ruler of the feast or the governor of the feast tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was. But the servants which drew the water knew and the governor of the feast called the bridegroom. Verse 10. This, no, no, give me the 11. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. I talked about the beginning of creation. God moved upon the waters. The beginning 
of the miracle of Elisha, he smote the waters. The beginning of the miracle of Jesus, he turned water into wine. But let me show you this. Go back to the verse number six. I'm about to show you a mystery. And we are getting ready for ministration. There were said that, now Jesus is at a wedding. And the wedding was a socio-religious activity. That means it was a social activity, but it had religious dimensions. So Jesus is at the wedding and the wine has run out. Maybe this family was not a very rich family. So they could not afford too much wine. So little wine at the same. They just had a little wine. And the people came to Jesus. They said, the water is finished. We know that Jesus turned water into wine. And some blasphemous followers of the Bible who followed the Bible, they said that Jesus Christ was a bootlegger. When they say somebody is a bootlegger, they mean that the person uses illegal means to produce alcohol or to sell alcohol or liquor. So here is Jesus sitting down and they came to him. They said the wine is finished. Mm. But let's look at this thing where there were set there six water pots of stone. That means two pots that were made of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews. That means solo, these pots were not meant to carry, to carry drinking water. There were water, there were pots in which they put water for cleaning the hands. So when you are going to eat, you wash your hands. And when you finish eating, you wash your hands under running water. Maybe it was for taking care of Corona. These pots were for purifying. In other words, they were for ceremonial cleansing. There were no pots for drinking water. And each of them contained about two to three fekins apiece. In other words, each of them contained about 20 to 30 thousand, sorry, 20 to 30 gallons of water. So it contained 20 to 30 gallons of water, each of them. And these, these um, pots were outside. Pastor Mike, they, they were outside like the Veronica buckets we are going to bring to our churches soon. Can you imagine that wine is finished and they brought you water from Veronica bucket to drink? That is why the Bible said that the governor of the feast did not know where the water was coming from. Because if he had known that what wine we poured here is from water in a Veronica bucket. He will not drink it. He didn't know where it was coming from. He didn't know that the water was coming from purification pots. And when Jesus said, fill the water pots with water, I'm sure the people were like, ha! This is water. This is wine we want to drink. Some people don't understand the nature of that miracle. George, wine is something you are going to drink. The man is directing you to water pot in which the water, in which water for washing hands is normally poured. The two don't go together. It doesn't make sense. Number one, we want wine. It's not water we want. Number two, if it's water too we want, it's not water from Veronica Bucket. But Jesus' mother told them, he said, whatsoever he tells you to do, do it. So number one, they had to make sure they did something which didn't make sense. And number two, 
He said, fill them with water. That means swell them with water. Fill them entirely with water. So they filled them until everything was full to the brim. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, in the kingdom of God, if you want to have miracles, you must learn what total obedience is. It was partial obedience that made King Saul lose his throne. Full obedience. When sometimes you will get instructions that don't make sense. And ladies and gentlemen, I see something coming. I see the water pots around our churches very soon. The water pots, in our case, they call them Veronica buckets. They will fill them with water. The aim is for people to be washing their hands. And God is going to come to us and say, this water you are filling these Veronica buckets with, I will fill my people with the wine of the Holy Ghost. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the water in every Veronica bucket, may any cleansing water anybody puts around your environment, even your house, may that water be turned into wine. May it be turned into the wine of the Holy Ghost. Oh, my people have produced that, 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 that is the way it looks. That is the stone. That is the stone. Thank you very much for producing it for me. That is the stone port. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Anytime you see a Veronica bucket anywhere, in your house, in the market, in the town, man of God, prophetically, the appearing of the Veronica Bacchus is telling me in the realm of the spirit that the time has come when water will be turned into wine. Because the marriage feast of the Lamb, the second coming of Jesus is getting close. And Jesus said, and when you see that the Roman soldiers have surrounded Jerusalem, know that the time is coming. But people, Anytime you see the water ports, something must remind you that the Holy Ghost is about to hit the face of the earth more than ever before. The wine of the spirit. You know what people, Pastor Mike, some time ago, we used to minister and touch the people. And they said we're pushing them down. They said we're pushing them down. Now the Holy Ghost said, let them create social distance. Let them insist the people should stand. And I'm about to show my power. Pastor Mike, we are getting to a place. The Holy Ghost will hit a church. And instead of the people falling under the power, they will levitate. People will get up from the ground and will be suspended in the air. Listen to me. They will go and tell the municipal chief executive, these Christians now, instead of falling under the power, go to desert pastures. They are hanging in the air. If you don't fall on the ground, you will hang in the air. I see a greater power. Oh, Jesus. He said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Listen, my eyes are not seeing Veronica Bacchus. My eyes are seeing the wine of the Holy Ghost. My eyes are seeing a visitation of the Holy Ghost. And anybody who thinks you are doing something to bind the church, you are doing something to disgrace the church, you are doing something to embarrass the church. Some people even give us these rules. And when we are struggling with them, they laugh at us. Get ready. Samson's thing is about to come. When they removed Samson's eyes. And they made him grind. And they were laughing at Samson. When he found himself between the two pillars, they were still laughing. Until 
a whole amphitheater came crashing upon them. Listen to me. At the time when it looks like the church has become a joke and a mockery, remember that God has chosen the foolish things to confound the wise. He has chosen the weak things of the world, the base things of the world, the things that are despised and the things that are not to bring to naught the things that are. I love them, Veronica Vakets. I love them. They were in our houses. They didn't make sense to me. But when Veronica came to church, when Veronica Bucket moved from our houses and moved from our offices and is trying to appear in the church, I said, Veronica Bucket, you are welcome. You are welcome. I see you as a prophetic symbol. Yesterday, I told you the prophetic symbolism of the face mask. Now, let me talk to you about the bucket. When I look at the bucket, I don't see plastic buckets. I don't see metallic buckets. I see a bucket of stone. And we are the lively stones. Raised up by God. Our name is Peter. The pebble. We are the stones that are builded up into a holy sanctuary. And he will fill us with the spirit. Watch this. And when I look at the Veronica bucket, I'm not seeing water. The water is turned into wine. That is why I told you, give me that song. Water, he turned into wine. I pray. May the Holy Ghost come upon the church like never before. Believers, when you go to your churches and you see Veronica Bacchus, don't get discouraged. God will use it. I'm sure this family was not a very rich family. Otherwise, their wine will not have finished. So I can imagine this stone, this stone, uh, stone pots. George, maybe they haven't used them for some time. Maybe they look beaten and battered. And they've just kept them away somewhere. Jesus looked at them. Jesus said, do you have water pots around? They said, yo, there are some few of them hidden somewhere. We haven't used them for some time. He said, fill them with water. People, oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Revival be a bar. Some anointing is coming upon the church. Oh, sometimes, you know, people look at us. They say, now, we have them in a tight corner. Oh, this is the time. This is the time. This is the time. They said, don't lay hands on people. And the pastor has been given a distance. And he's standing far away from everybody. On the day when they filled the water pots with the water, Jesus was not involved. So you could not say it was a collusion. You couldn't say Jesus connived with the people. He was sitting somewhere and the thing was happening. Pastor Mike, we will be standing on the stage far away from people. And cripples are walking. Blind people are seen. The dead are raised. Am I talking to somebody? The power of the Holy Ghost is upon the church. People are prophesying. I am getting ready for the biggest revival of all time. I'm getting ready for the day of Pentecost. I'm getting ready for a time like the day of Pentecost. When they say 100 people in the church, I was very happy because the 100 is close to the 120 in the upper room. Pastor Mike, at first... They said maximum gathering anywhere, 25. They added 100. It's nearly 120. <laughs> and whenever I see 120 in the Bible, when I see 100, I see 100 fold. When I see 120, I see the upper room. When I see, they say one hour. I'm reminded of the hour of prayer. 
I'm reminded of Jesus saying, what? Could you not wait with me for just one hour? That means within one hour, I can do anything I want to do. I can do everything I want to do. Listen to me, people. I inject tonight supernatural power into every agenda. And I pray in the name of Jesus that any agenda of the enemy to shut down your business, shut down your ministry, shut down your life, I pray that anything that was intended for evil, may God turn it for your good. May you lift up your voice one of these days and may you say, all things work together for my good in the name of Jesus. And today, I declare a verdict. The church of Jesus Christ is a winning church. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are the manifestation of God's glory and God's honor. The earnest expectation of the creature waited the manifestation of the sons of God. And when we have to swell, the preacher will tell us, take in a deep breath. The preacher will tell us, breathe in and out seven times. Hmm. The preacher will say, open your mouth and pray. The preacher will say, everybody sing after me. The preacher will say, everybody shout. The preacher will say, say after me. From today, you will obey supernatural instructions and the miracles of God will take place in your life. We are the manifestation of God. The earnest expectation of the creature waited the manifestation of the sons of God. And the reason we are manifested is because we have a mantle. But the mantle can only speak if there are moves. And the moves, I've talked about three of them. Number one, smiting. Number two, shaking. Number three, swelling. Let me conclude this way. James chapter 2 says that, verse 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Listen, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. Oh, look at you. I won't go to church. I won't go to church. Because if I go to church, I won't be happy. Look at the way everything will be strict. Faith without works is dead. Somebody said, I won't go to church. The sickness is dead. I would die. Faith without works is dead. Elisha the prophet stood there and prophesied and said tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley be sold for a shekel. Four lepers approached the camp of the Syrians. The Syrians scattered and left them alone. The lepers went into the booty and after enjoying the booty they got back and they told the king's house. The camp of the Syrians is empty. The people use their logic. They said the lepers, the Syrians are deceiving them. They are hiding somewhere so that when we go out, they will kill us. Some refused to go. The breakthrough had come. They refused to go. You were praying, Father, we need a revival. Father, open your church. Father, give us a breakthrough. We need the word. We want to fellowship. Lord, remove this lockdown. Father, remove this lockdown. Father, remove this lockdown. When the presidents are now removing it, 
They say, the sickness is out there, it will kill us. But brothers, don't you know what is going on? Yes, I know what is going on. He that regards the wind and observes the cloud shall never sow or reap. You are a wind observer and you are a cloud gazer. For we walk not by sight, but we walk by faith. While we look not at the things that are seen or the things that are heard, because the things that are seen are temporal, but those things that are not seen are eternal. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the time for you to show you are a believer. You are the light of the world. You are not darkness. The church will lead the world in taking our world back from a virus. We are not going to be following scientists and following politicians. No! We will be the ones who will lead and tell the scientists and the politicians come after us. We want to show you the way of faith. Take back your shop. Take back your business. Take back your ministry. Christian, if you have opportunity to go to work, go to work. Footballers are going to play football. On the 19th of June, I'll be watching Manchester United and Tottenham by the grace of God. I know the day too, and I know the time, 8.15 p.m. by the grace of God. Water pots, Veronica bucket. When I see them, it's a prophetic sign. <laughs> the wine of the Holy Ghost is coming. I see wine in the church. We will be filled with the spirit of prophecy, the spirit of grace, and of power. But watch this. Let me tell you this. The only way we can have faith without, the only way we can have faith, because faith without works is dead. And you and I, the only way we can shake, the way we can strike, and the way we can swell, is that number one, people, we need dead preachers and believers. Dead preachers and believers. Believers and preachers who are not seeking the praise of men. But they are dead to criticism. All of a sudden, Christians want everybody to talk well of us. The slightest criticism, we can't take it. The slightest accusation, we want to take it. We cannot take it. We want men to applaud us. I don't know whether I'm talking to you. We need dead Christians. We need the people who say, I'm dead. I'm not afraid of anything. I am dead in Christ. And the life that I live, I live by faith. I'm dead in Christ. I don't care. I'm dead with him. I'm dead with him. My destiny is in him. In him I live and move and have my pain. They say, can't you feel the pain? No, I don't feel the pain. I'm dead. Can't you feel the shame? I don't feel the shame. I'm dead. Are you not afraid? I'm dead. Dead people don't fear. You are too alive to be alive. You are too alive in the flesh to be alive in the spirit. Am I talking to you at all? You are going to be called upon one of these days to go and inspect the land. Go and inspect the land and possess the land. 
you are going to be called upon to go and inspect the house. Go and possess the house. Like the four lepers, go and possess your house. You are going to be called upon to receive an award. Go there. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Any door God opens for you at this time, go and possess the door. You know what Jesus said? I send you as sheep among wolves. That means if you are afraid of wolves, you will never be sent. <laughs> Look at you. I can send that, George. By now, every house is quiet. And then a puppy. And then a puppy. Me pion, me wo tiko. Move. Tuanamo. Yeah, the way I would you know what to say. Bema kotobongu. Yeah, baby, do something. I remember when we were in school, when we are playing football and our team is losing. Then we'll be singing, do something before you die. Hey, do something before you die. Hey, do something before you do something before you do something before you die. Then before we realize, one, one. Before we realize, two, 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 one. Not today. Somebody must become not today. Not today! You fell some time ago, not today. Listen, when everything was normal, Everybody was on top of your head. Now that everything is abnormal, you to be on somebody's head. Oh, Pastor Mike. God just opened my eyes in a second, solo, and I saw mad men in town walking about on the street. No policeman stopped them. Nobody arrested them. Why? The normal human beings are hiding in their rooms. So mad men have taken over the town. If you want today, go to town. You see mad people. They are really enjoying. Every store they went, every store they like, justice, you will see them sleeping in front of the store. Oh, but now they are lying in the front of NIB because those who have money in NIB are afraid to come. Shay! Pastor Mike, I can see some of them lying in front of a boutique. Hairdressing salon. Because the people should make their hair won't come. So the madman is lying there with his rasta hair. Hmm. There can be no shaking. There can be no striking. There can be no swelling. We need dead preachers and dead believers they don't seek human praise and they don't seek human approval they are dead to criticism number two we need daring believers and daring preachers that is what i just talked about they are not afraid of failure and they are not afraid of disappointment people are afraid of failure and disappointment number three we need doing preachers and doing believers. People who don't quote the Bible references about miracles and do nothing themselves. We quote about the Red Sea, but we are not ready to cross a bucket of water. We talk about the miracles of Moses, but we cannot even believe God for a headache to go. We talk about Peter being in prison, but we are not even afraid. We are not even ready to be criticized. May God give us Dead preachers and believers. Daring preachers and believers. And doing preachers and believers. Somebody.
Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Anaba Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodanaba.com until Eastwood Anaba comes your way same time tomorrow. Stay blessed with lots of love.